Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back to the show, guys. I'm Tyus here with Harrison and John, and we are on the road again. I just can't wait. Anyways, we're going on an out-state duck hunt, and uh, <clears throat> we're going to do basically a expectation, kind of our plans. Um, it is an out-state. We do got the pro drive behind us, the old 1748. 1848. 1848. I don't know why I keep saying that. I only know that because of the song. because your old yeah. boat used to be a 1754. Yeah. And uh, this is her last season because we will be getting the 50 horse. <laughs> and someone might be possibly. It'll still be rolling in the crew. Don't worry. <laughs> Just behind a different Someone pickup. might be picking it up from us here very soon. Sooner than maybe we want to do the exchange. But anyways, before we get into this episode, just a reminder, guys, go check Motion Ducks out. MotionDucks.com forward slash MVM. And then when you go on there, you'll see our special deal for our listeners. You get the ultimate spreader. It's a jerk rig on steroids. It really is, guys. Honestly, I, it's in the boat. We got two rigs got two. Of them set up. You brought two, too? No, no, not here. Oh. Because I know you have yours in the boat, but I have two of them. Yeah. And, John, do you guys, you guys do too, don't you? Motion docs? I mean, everybody yeah, we, we hunt with, everybody uses it. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, if you haven't bought, just I had one pull the trigger. I had one when they first came out at the ISC show. Probably, I'm not even kidding you, probably, dude, it's been over, it's been 12 years ago. Oh, I don't think he's been around that long. Dude, it was it was literally when he first came out. I don't even know if it was called Motion Ducks yet. I met mm-hmm. him at the ISC show, and I bought one the very first year. I know I met him, like, no, it wasn't eight that long years ago. ago. It was probably I bought because he was at the ISC show and I met him and he was like, "Yeah, dude, here's this and try it out." And that's we've been right. friends. It was since. eight years ago. Yeah, it was at eight least eight. It might have been nine, but 
That's funny. I think we did talk to that guy the same year. It was we, eight years did we, ago. Did we know each other then? No, I had no idea who you were. Oh. This was, I think I was 15 when I bought one okay. or something like yeah. that. That's funny. We were probably at the same show. I, I We won't bet. I'm <laughs> telling you, it was when it was first a prototype. Mm-hmm. But been a believer ever since. But you go on there, you'll see it says, like, welcome Midvalley Mercenaries crew or whatever. And then you when you go to checkout, so you're already getting, like, I think it says it's 119 or 115. And then our deal's like, 98. And then you can go in there and check out and put the code in Midvalley, all one word, and get an additional 10% off there. So, anyways, go check that out. Trust me. We all run it. All Everybody I know runs it. Yeah, those calm, windless days is key. All right, let's get into this. So we're leaving. We left around 1130, around, left town around 1130, me, John Harrison, and normally we leave super, super early when we go out of state so we can get to where we're going to scout for the next day. But we have good feelers out for what, where we want to go, what we want to do. Yeah. So... We're going to go about it a little different Yeah, than what we usually do. We are. Really. We usually always leave super early in the uh-huh. morning, get or there to be able to scout late at evening. night and drive all night. <laughs> right. Right. So, which means Thomas and Harrison done that before. That was a rough trip. We did good, too, on that trip, actually. We had some good stuff. I mean, it was some long this days. This was before the boat, so it's even uh-huh. harder. You know? I mean, in. it really yeah. beats on you. Yeah. So, what we're going to do is we should get to where we're going at our Airbnb around, I'm just going to say one. I think we'll get there earlier than that, but yeah, we don't know what the weather's going to be like all the way there. We got a long drive and get to their Airbnb, and we're going to do something some people probably frown on, but we're actually going to sleep till around seven or so. You know we say that. I know. And I bet we're going to be so juiced. We're like, let's just go. Just go. Well, you mean earlier or do you just mean that night? Because, I mean, where are we going to go? Somewhere. It's one in the morning. I mean, like. No, I mean not at that moment. I mean, oh, get up we, earlier. We say, oh, we're gonna sleep till seven or yeah. eight a.m. Yeah, there's a fifty-fifty chance that we're gonna say, let's get up at four and roll. Yeah, you know that. Well, okay. The only reason I think we might not do, I definitely know we could do that because <laughs> I know us. The only thing I think why we're probably not gonna do that is because we want to look at the area we're at first before we go where we're going. Yeah. Right. So we kind of want to like. Let's look at it while the birds should be moving the most, see what the birds are doing, eat a quick breakfast, and then roll, and we're going to hunt the rest of the day. So, and I think it's going to take us a little while, don't you, The once we get to where we're going to kind of find where we want to set up? Oh, you know? yeah, absolutely. There's so much, so many areas know, to look opportunity at. Opportunity there. Yeah. That. You know, you, you, you could spend miles. You could spend thousands of hours up there mm-hmm. digging, you know? trying to learn. So, John, you've never been. And I, I honestly, I don't even care. But we're going. To, we're so we're going to Washington. You haven't? Have you been there yet? Not to Washington. Okay. No. What's your What's your feelings on it? Like, I know you've watched the videos, and I know the videos aren't always how it is in real life, right? Because yeah. it misses the whole story, but. Right. What's your thoughts on it? No, I'm excited. Um, it's going to be a total, I think it's going to be a total different hunting experience than I've probably ever done. Because, you know, all states are different when it comes to hunting. Just different scenarios, different, you know, you just hunt differently and out of state. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see how it turns out and 
We'll see. We don't have any birds down here, so they got to be up here somewhere. <laughs> Hence why we hit the road, right? They got to be up there. Hit it in Slovember. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys have been looking at all, but uh, old Alberta and a lot of Canada's freezing up. Son. Highest it's even getting is 20 degrees. they're not degrees. down here and it's be froze there. up there, guess where they're at? Somewhere in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> they got to be there somewhere. Yep. Either way, we're fixing to drive through them or past them. Yeah, one of the two. <laughs> That's what I'm excited about because I know those temps are locked up up there, and so those birds are moving. Know that. So, yeah, but our, so our first day is going to be more of a morning scout afternoon hunt, which is, it's kind of nice to roll into a new, uh, roll in into. In the daylight, see it for what it is. And roll into the beginning of a hunt not slammed. Yeah. yeah. With exhaustion. Because we do it all the time, and it always happens. You don't. Your brain doesn't think straight. Because no. how many times have we got there, and we're trying to just get out there, and we're looking like, oh, dude, whatever. Let's just go there. Let's hunt. Yep. And we don't put the time in that we you should. You rush it. You do. You rush it because you're trying to get another hunt out of it. Mm-hmm. We keep. We all. We've talked about it. Beating a dead horse about going on an out of state hunt. You just have to account for two days of driving. Mm-hmm. You just have to. It's the way it is. We always try to milk another shoot out of it. Yep. And it never. It honestly really never pays off. Mm-hmm. It just smokes you for the whole trip. Yep. Yep. So should be a good start, you know. I think so. I think we'll be pretty refreshed. Um, t- to me, if I'm getting like six hours of sleep, oh, dude, six hours is great. That's I'm, incredible. Yeah, I slept three hours, hours last night. Oh, John, you can survive on that, huh? Oh yeah. Can you? <laughs> yeah. More hunting, I can. I mean, that's unheard of, dude. That's Usually. what I, dude. I on a normal night, like yeah. just in life, six hours. I'm. I'm I mean, rolling. will we be getting out the rest of the nights? I don't really know, but to start the hunt out, the trip out is such a good way to start because, dude, when you start on an all-nighter binge or you start on two hours. Yeah, it's not oof. so much. The sleep's a big thing, but driving through the night in, in bad weather. Is yeah, that like, ducks out there? No, that's no, not. There's some out there, but. No, but, um, but. Dude. Driving through the night. Well, you don't. Or, sorry, you don't not sleep. only you said making not making bad decisions, but you don't want to make. You don't want to make you, sacrifices because exactly we're like we'll be looking at a spot. This you look is before for, we had a boat, exactly. and we're like, dude, it's two miles. Yeah, like, do we really want to do that right yeah. now? Yeah, you start so second you go to, guessing. Yeah, 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 exactly. Totally. You just question it. And you're like, no, let's just do this, or and we'll then you just take stay close way. to the ramp. We'll go to this close ramp. We'll, you take you know, the easy way out, dude, and then it comes, get and then you regret out. it later. Yeah, but. Yeah, John, I'm I'm excited for you because I felt like that. That uh, junior vet hunt was like such a letdown for you, man. Like I know we had fun and everything, but like, okay, yeah. well, th- it's the- fun to a point. Yeah, I mean we had a blast. Yeah, for sure. The birds just went there though for some yeah. reason. They just weren't weird. weren't in there. weren't where we were. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, it yeah, was still, for some it reason was fun. The successful hunting stories seem to always be a little more fun than the other ones. <laughs> yeah, not that you know we all know it's not everything. Yeah. But it definitely helps. Definitely does. So I really want to see us just, I really want to get on the mallards. But I mean, I'm not going to try to pretend it's all about you, John, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want to pound some greenheads, son. Uh, yeah. Oh, I got a good little taste. We we had some just nasty decoy birds last time we were there. Just, did you film oh, up there? Yes. Huh? Did you film? Yeah, we kind of. We yeah. did a lot of cell phone stuff. I did my GoPro too, but... It just never worked out like 
once we started shooting good on the first day, I didn't, I didn't, wasn't even buying my GoPro, so I just said, forget it. Right. You know, I'm not as committed to it as I was before. No, I like, know. We've talked. Oh, you and I have some serious been a lot about it. Yeah. Exactly. It's You almost don't get to enjoy the hunt as much because you're so stressed about mm-hmm. all the other stuff. But now, even now, since I've taken it easier, I still can enjoy it with it because I'm not forcing it. Right. Exactly. Now it's back to more of the hobby type thing. Mm-hmm. Not I have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so dumb because it was never have to. I just treated it that way. Yeah. Think you get in this rut of like you trying to grow and, and yeah. you know the, the the snowball starts rolling and you get mm-hmm. caught up in it. Yeah. But uh, so that's the first day. The second day, obviously, and third, you just can never. You're never going to be able to like speak that far out on a trip like this, because either you're going to find the birds and find a good spot, you're just going to whack them and just stay there, or you're going to have to move completely somewhere else. Who knows how far and. And uh, that's kind of like why I like getting this wherever I'm going to hunt. This one thing I've learned is you kind of want to centralize yourself because you're like, man, if I if I know I'm going to hunt up north, I'll make my Airbnb up there and we'll be right by where we hunt and we're a 10 minute drive. But what happens if the birds aren't there? Right. Then mm-hmm. you've got to drive three, hours, two, three hours to get to your other spot. But if you put yourself in the central location where there's birds you there, no there's birds south anywhere. and there's birds north. You're always an hour distance from wherever you go, or you get lucky where they're at, where your Airbnb is right there. Yeah. So that's kind of what I've figured, because I've done it the other way too, thinking, oh, let's just, let's bank on this spot and it just don't. Every once in a great while, you'll get lucky, but for the most part, it just doesn't. Whoop-dee-doo, you have to drive one hour. I mean, for it's so funny, like, we've, we've talked how people act like driving an hour is crazy. Well, my family in Illinois. Yeah. Um, for us to go, you know, for where we live to go out to dinner... Like mm-hmm. to go uptown to go out to dinner, you know, out to dinner, a thirty-minute drive to do anything, actually anything at all, is standard. Like here, right? You know how we live, mm-hmm. but back there, I know, I just remember being visiting, and they're like, "Oh, you know, we're gonna go over and have dinner, but it's a little bit of a drive." Like how far? Oh, it's like ten minutes. <laughs> ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no, I'll ride my bike. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's like not a big deal. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Or, but I mean, back there in a day, you could drive across four states, right, or right. more. Well, I always tease Matt Zavlonic how he'd be like back east, back east. When we say back east, we we're talking the, we about Maine. At. Yeah, we're talking about Maine, and we're talking about Pennsylvania when we're out on the west coast. He says back east. He means the other side of the state, like three hours away. <laughs> like, right. We drive that far for a day shoot and drive home. I know, <laughs> literally. So, mm, I don't know. Yeah, take notes, John. You just watch, learn. Mm-hmm. Write down the mistakes. Write down the good things about what you see me and dude, paper and, do. Paper and paper and pen. Uh huh. Kind of lick your pen. Mm-hmm. Write it down in a little book. <laughs> lucky, lucky. A little right in the rain. Yeah. And then say, okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do this. When I start doing my own trips, I tell you what. Uh, well, do you see? You ever see yourself, John, doing that later on? Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. For sure. I always wonder I mean, because way later on, I mean. Not in a couple years, probably, but yeah, you know, when I'm older for sure. Because I mean, we have a lot of duck hunters, but I don't know how many of them, and it's not, it doesn't matter, it's not wrong. I'm just curious of who will actually it's a lot of commitment, one day. Dude. It is, it's a yeah, lot of and money, and it's a lot of sacrifice. Money, yeah, the yeah. financial side of it of going, and then mm. I guess the sacrifice too, of, I'm, I mean, it's a grind, long drives, little yeah. sleep, 
It you're depends working too on your it. job too. What kind of job situation I'm going to have? Right, that is very, right, so very true. Job and school. It's all based school, on that. If you're younger in school, college. Yep, right. and they're done that. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I mean, yeah, how many trips have we gone on where I'm doing school throughout the middle of the night and hunt all day and 100. percent You know, just how much. Colin's, Colin's been with me doing college. Yeah. How committed are you? Uh, Nathaniel was doing college on our last one. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's what I said, because I've said this for a while, and I don't mean I don't I don't know how many of all my friends listen to this podcast, but I know quite a few do. But I've always said like. Not to, it's not talking bad about it, but I said, I don't really know how many of our, all the people that hunt right now will still be hunting in five to 10 years. Right, and it don't yeah. mean nothing, but I don't care if they do or don't. I mean, I like that they do, but like, because what happens is a lot of them are younger. So what happens is girlfriend, boyfriend, college, marriage, career, career, like, there's so many stinking factors. How, much, how hard are you willing to work and sacrifice and put that as one of your priorities? Yeah, because maybe it won't be, and that's okay. Yeah, it's that's totally okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. But it, I, I do think the herd will be thinned, and sometimes it will be thinned for a while, and those that really, truly loved it and were pass- passionate about yeah, it once their lives, will come back when they're close to 30 or, you know, whatever. Get back yeah. into that later yeah. on. Or they won't get back until they start having kids. And their kids are old enough to hunt, and they're like, man, I'm going to get back. I mean, I see those comments all the time in my videos. Man, I got out of it for the last 10 years, but now I have my little well, boy dude, a lot six of the, years old. A lot of the guys I grew up with going to just grade school and middle school together, they would hunt a little bit with their dad, and their dad only started doing it because their kid was doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, and not kid was doing it, but like, oh, I want to take my son hunting, but I haven't right. duck hunted in 15 years. Right. But they start going because they want to go with their kid. Yeah. Man, life gets busy, man. Oh, my goodness. It gets so busy. We do have busy lives, dude. We really do. We live in a whole different world out here than a lot of people do. And I don't like that a lot of times, to be you honest know. with you. I really would love to something. slow it There's down. No... It is, dude. It's too much. Look at all this sprig right there. Too... Oh, man. Oh, wow. Big old studs, too. See, Harrison's so like, when we went on that that uh, that uh, Sac Valley hunt, whatever that was, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Dude, I've never seen so many hen pintails in my life. There was no drakes. Yeah. What in the world? That's how it was. Usually you see 10 yeah. drakes in one hen. Courtship flights. Yes. Yeah. Where you seen that too recently? Yeah. Or last season in a certain spot, it was like that really bad. Huh. Like Man, really I've never bad. really I shot, seen that. I shot on our three hunt days, I shot three hen pintails because <laughs> I thought they were gadwalls. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Like, That's the you know, worst. first light, I'm like, here's a big bird yeah. with no color. I was like, well, there's a lot of gaddies, you know. It just looked like a gavel to me, so I shot it. Mm-hmm. And pintail. And pintail. And pintail. Well, maybe you'll get lucky and shoot one up here, John. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Travis, text me. Nice I need a hen pintail. It's like, I'm not shooting no hen pintail for Is you. Is he really? Crazy? Huh? He really wants one? For mount, a mounter, for mountain purposes, for whatever reason. I don't have no idea, but it's like, nah. Try not to shoot. I mean, it happens. Accidents happen. Yeah. But anyways, I don't don't know what else we could really say on this one. Um, We kind of went over some trip stuff that could probably help down the road. But um, we will definitely do recaps when we're done with this trip. And I hope we have three recaps for three amazing days. Mm -hmm. 
We actually, I think we're going to get four, four hunts in. I don't know if I even told you that, John. We might, I mean, you might have to be buying another license. Okay. I bought the old season. Or you can, if you don't want to spend the money, you can just call for us. Yeah. It's up to you. Yeah. Video and call. <laughs> John's all looking at me I like, I think I can sacrifice. Oh, I, like Stephen, I think I could uh, sacrifice some more money for <laughs> No, like, I'm pretty sure that's, I'm saying 90% sure that's what we're going to do. But I'm just banking on that because I know how we are. John, I haven't even told you, but. Did I tell you about the the really good resi that I got for Wednesday? Resi? No. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're definitely hunting Wednesday somewhere. Yeah, but I want to see what it does today. Be curious. Yeah, I got a really good resi, but we could. We talked about we can hunt in the morning Tuesday and then come back and hunt that Wednesday morning. But yeah, I'm hoping we don't have to do that. I'm hoping we're pounding mallards is what I'm hoping. So. Yes, sir. But it is hunting. It's not killing. Yep. It's hunting. So, you guys got anything else to add to this one? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not really. Just ready to get after ready it. Ready to do it, huh? Yeah. Just think tomorrow. Tomorrow at this time, we might have about 14 green heads on the strap oh. working birds right now. Just. Ooh. That's good. I'm really bummed out. Hey, we could make a little run and go over to Calusa. Get you an old cut down. I'm good. Mm, Kittles? <laughs> I got one Kittles. sitting in the mailbox. Dude, so I've had a conversation. We'll do that in another episode. But yeah. anyways, this trip I am using, I will have my lanyard a T1 with a 1.370 on my right side. I will have Rocky's dog whistle. And on the other side, I'm going to have a DC Mondo LT. Cut down no on hybrid. the left side. Huh? No hybrid. No. Okay. So I'm going to have a barker, and then I'm going to have a high barker. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got on yours? Oh, and my mount, the Mountain Dew T1, by oh. the way. Oh, so you're rolling two oh. T1s? No, I just meant that's oh. the T1 I'm going to have. I'm rolling the matching set of Dew, Dews. I'm rolling a T1 mm. with a 370. I got another T1 with a 365. It's actually let me that's take gonna that be back. on the lanyard. That's not on the lanyard. But oh, okay. I'll, depending, you know, how I, I don't know. How Remind I me to get some pictures of those calls too while we're yeah, on this. Well, and then I'm rolling the uh, matching hybrid with a three six zero or a three five five. I think it's a three six zero. I tone it down a little bit, a little more ducky, a little more yeah. mellow. Yeah. Not so much squeal and and snappiness on it. That's kind of the whole point, right? Mm-hmm. Rolling both of them. And then I got the, uh, not that we're hunting specs up here, but I always roll the Riceland three-quarter and the Birdhouse uh, spec call. Is Birdhouse only have one call? Like, Yeah. Okay, they don't have different variations. Yeah, Birdhouse, Ken White. What is it? Is he a California guy? Manteca. Oh, really? But he don't make them no more? No, he still is. I just, he only releases batches here and there. It's kind of okay. like the Lairs thing. Okay. You know, but um, he used to make the Tim Grounds calls. He was the maker for him. Oh, really? So he went out and started his own thing. Oh, wow. Calls. Okay. Yeah. Ken so, White, I mean, I don't know if anyone knows, but Ken White's just big-time spec hunter, big, well-known spec caller. Gotcha. So you, what was I going to say with the calls? Yeah. Just rolling those. It's kind of what I've always rolled. You know, I change you, it. So how many calls are you having on your lanterns? Are you having three calls? I got two Mallard calls, right, two spec calls. That would me. <laughs> Not me. You burping again? No, on your on. No, are you on your lanyard during the hunt? What do you got? On my lanyard in the hunt, I got a T1, a hybrid, the Riceland, 
the birdhouse, and then I got uh, two whistles. Okay. I got a sprig whistle, and then I got another one that I like uh, for widging and teal. Okay. What about you, John? I want a finisher. Not that, that matters. But. Yeah. Um, I've got I got that T1 I just bought from you. Mm-hmm. I got I think I put the three point or the one point three three zero. Is that the one you like? Uh, I got to yeah. like. Okay. I like that one. And then I got the hybrid with just a just a stock read. I don't even know. It's not even three five zero. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, what else? I got a whistle and a gadwall call. Sweet. I like Gadwall that. call. Okay. Yeah, I like that little gadwall call actually a lot. What brand is it? So, is it that long one? No, I I did have that one, but I didn't like bulky. how long it was. So yeah. I got it's about that long. It's another Duck Commander one. Really? Yeah. I didn't know they made a shorter one. Yeah, that's really nice. I yeah. kind of I mean for Gadwall places, I do feel like Gadwall respond good to Gadwall. They're, they do. You know what a Gadwall call works good for? Growling on it. Mm. Cans. Canvas back. Oh, oh, oh yeah, doing that little kind of. Yeah, like a, a growl on it. Huh. Well, cool. Hopefully, we can put them to work and make the birds land in our face and oh, put so. Rocky Boy to work and have a successful hunt. So, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys on the next one.